Hi, this is Dirk with Steward Leader, and this is The Extraordinary Life. I met my friend's 12-year-old daughter the other day. She was ready for soccer practice and, of course, walking through their house in her cleats. So I asked her, what's your name? Grace, she said, in that point-blank way that only a 12-year-old girl can say it. Oh, my goodness, I said. Grace is a beautiful name, and it's a beautiful truth. You are so blessed that your parents gave you that name. She was a, a bit overwhelmed and uh, had that 12-year-old, cutely embarrassed look. But she was a beautiful young girl with a beautiful name. God's grace is beautiful. Grace is a beautiful word. And it's an amazing reality in the life of the people of God. John the Baptist announced the grace of God in Jesus Christ. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father. See, the Baptist says that Jesus Christ redefined, expanded, widened, and amplified grace. This transformation came out of the fullness of God expressed, demonstrated, and lived out in the life of Jesus Christ. In the big picture, God is the whole of God's activity for all of creation and humanity. It is grace that creates and gives life. Grace, like love, is God's personal character and energy at work healing, saving, forgiving, blessing, and calling. Grace demonstrates our relational God who pours out the fullness of his character and favor into all of the galaxies and universes and right into the lives of people like us. God is love and grace in action, and we see and experience grace in union with God. Grace is the life of eternal life. It is the life of God and in God. It is the life of God in us, through us, and for us. Many of us really struggle to believe that God really is that good. For a number of reasons, we can live like God is the man upstairs, distant and connected. And for some of us, God is the cosmic cynic and critic, up there someplace with a YouTube channel full of all of our failures. But what if grace is really radical? And what if grace is even beyond amazing and astounding? What could we do to be captured or recaptured by the God whose love is witnessed in his all-out, fathomless grace. How do we live into this transformation that grace alone can bring? Here are a couple suggestions for folks like us on the journey to the extraordinary. Begin to ask God questions like this. How can I see you in the fullness of your grace in my life? Release the small pictures and the destructive definitions of God, the ones that keep you from his wonderful and beautiful grace. Number two, look 
for where you can see God's grace in new ways today in creation. I really think you'll be surprised. Can you see his grace in a full moon, in the waves at the shore, the waving and the bending of branches in the wind, sunrises and sunsets, cloud formations, falling snow, showers of a warm spring rain, and in more and more places. They are all reflections of God's grace. Number three, be attentive. Be attentive to God's grace revealed in other people. Can you see grace in the laughter of friends, in the eyes of a child, in the grandparents' love for their grandchildren, in a kind word spoken, in someone who calls you by name and actually listens to you, in prayers for healing, in generosity without a tax write-off, in an act of kindness, in a hug that requires no words, and in more and more ways. See, these are all reflections of the grace of God. Receive, accept, and trust God's grace for you. You are his child. God is the God who is full and overflowing with love and grace and mercy. Our God is for you. And our God longs to shower you and fill you in the reality of his grace through his Holy Spirit. God's desire is that we trust in his grace for us. Live in that grace each day. One of the reasons that we don't experience grace is because we don't make time and space in our souls for it. We are always racing and planning and going. We are living in the past or in the future, yet we all have the grace we need for today. Please consider opening your soul to know it and to feel its responsibility. Offer a simple prayer like, God, I confess my busyness. I humbly ask you to reveal the reality of your grace to me today. Celebrate the sacrament of God's present moment. God offers the fullness of his godness and certainly his grace to you in each and every moment. And last, thank God for his grace for you. Gratitude stretches the capacity of our souls. Gratitude makes our souls rich. So thank God for his grace for you as you wake throughout the day and as you close out each day. Gratitude will make you more and more and more attentive to God's grace for you. The extraordinary life is a life that plunges headfirst into grace. God offers the fullness of himself to you today. He is not the God who withholds grace from you. He longs for you, for us, to know the union and the communion found within his grace. Our opportunity is to receive it, to bask in it, to live in it, and to celebrate it. This is foundational to God's great adventure for our lives. We live in radical trust in the amazing grace of God. God's grace is amazing, indescribably beyond amazing. And it is our opportunity to live into the grace of God and to experience its present reality. So, as you consider God's amazing grace for you today, a great place to start can be the steward's prayer. 
Lord, what do you want me to do today with all you have trusted me with to honor you and to advance your kingdom? God bless you today as you live an extraordinary life.